and thank you for joining us for another episode of Fort Worth Roots. With like cheese, and then they like melt the cheese and has like goat cheese and chives and egg on top. Okay, I mean, we're gonna stop. I'm Go, Stephanie. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm getting hungry. That, one still, of the bartenders would come to Cowtown. I'd be like, "Oh no, I'm craving it. Thank you." We still yeah. have one here. I wonder if they've got that on the menu. <laughs> no, they do. Oh shit! That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Let's go. I think I know where I'm having dinner tonight. <laughs> All of our information on sponsors and upcoming events can be found at the very end of this episode. Real quick, I do want to highlight Roofing Solutions by Darren Hauk, a valued sponsor of the Fort Worth Roots podcast. We just had the weirdest storm blow through here today. It's currently Thursday, the 16th, and I. Don't know if a tornado touched down or not. I know I got a thousand text messages of people asking if I was okay, if there was a tornado, how big the hail was. I had somebody text me and say that uh, hail in Weatherford was the size of oranges. Anyway, Roofing Solutions by Darren Houck. You can call them and get 50% off of a roofing tune-up, which would be perfect for a situation like this because he'll get on your roof, find damage. If he can fix it for the fee of the roofing tune-up, he'll just go ahead and fix it. If not... He'll get off the roof and say, hey, I can't fix it for that amount. Here's some pictures. This is what's going on with your roof. Pretty handy service right after a storm like that. If you suspect at all you had any kind of damage. Again, that's Roofing Solutions by Darren Houck. Uh, you can find them online, roofingsolutionshauck.com. Or you can get them on the phone at 817-692-8496. And then there is an event that I want to tell you about because it's happening tomorrow. This is a special episode, by the way. We uh, got a little bit of a backlog, so I'm trying to give you two episodes a week. We always release one on Monday, but this week you're getting one on a Thursday night. <laughs> but tomorrow, the 17th, out at Pouring Glory, St. Patrick's Shenanigans and, sh- shenanigans and Specials. Corned beef and cabbage, $4 Smith Wicks, and $4 happy hour from 3 to 7, and $3 daily draft. Go check that out. That's pouring glory. More information on our sponsors and events at the very end of the episode. You can find our guest today on Instagram as Brad Thompson FW. He is a local musician, one really awesome performer, and just a really sincerely nice guy. And we can't wait to have him back on the show. We also are joined in studio today by our co-host, Stephanie Daniels. Okay, that's enough talking out of me. Thank you for being here, and please give it up for our guest today, Mr. Brad Thompson. And let's start the show. Well, I try not to, you know, run all my listeners off with uh, an abundant amount of curse words, but sometimes we yeah. have guests on here that are just, I mean, they every word out of their mouth, and I'm just like, okay, uh, I can't enough. edit all that out, you know? So we have a 10-minute interview. People are just going to have to deal with it. <laughs> all right, so the episode starts off Look at this thing. like this. Right, we got Brad Thompson and Stephanie Hope Daniels here at the Fort Worth Roots Studio. Guys and gals, thank you for being here. Good morning. Happy Saturday. That's how it goes, huh? <laughs> yeah. And now we're uh, we're doing the thing. How's everybody this morning? Everybody get enough coffee? Oh, this is the real yeah, thing. We're doing I thought it, this is yeah. a practice one. No, we don't practice. <laughs> here we go. No yeah, 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 yeah. What's <laughs> up, so, man? It's all live, baby. <clears throat> well. If Not we really. did it again, I would probably be better, I think. You want to do it again? Yeah, yeah we'll do it again. again. Me and Stephanie are just here, like, here we blink, go. Yeah. Blink. Well, she, and she knows what's going on for sure, so. All right, here we go. Here I'll we go. Okay. All right, I got 
Brad Thompson and Stephanie Hope Daniels here at the Fort Worth Roots Studios. Yeah! What's going on, guys? Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. <laughs> I love that. I saw you posting uh, uh, something on Instagram or Facebook yesterday. It looks like you had an event either last night or just recently. Oh, I think uh, what you saw... It was it, a wedding, I think. Looked it was, like a wedding. It was actually a double birthday party. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. And uh, it was in Dallas. A couple of besties. Yeah, it was a yeah, uh, uh, yeah uh, brother brothers in law, mm. and uh, you you know so you had grandparents, uh, their children, and then the grandkids. So you had three so, generations yeah. there. So it was just like a wedding. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we just wound up ending the show with the uh, with the classic "Don't Stop Believing." Yeah, and that's I'm like, what it the video still works. Is, yeah. It's still through all generations. Sometimes it's perfect if you've got the, you know, three generations of people all singing and so yeah. I was in the middle of the dance floor with the with my phone just like spinning in a circle yeah. thing. I'm just like, this is so fantastic. And you can see everybody <laughs> I'm just like wow, Well, everybody's having a badass time, it looked like. Oh, it's so fun. Is that uh, primarily what you do is private events for folks here in the DFW area? Uh I've been doing a lot and then this year I wanted to get more into public stuff because yeah, like festivals and yeah because yeah. we I don't do like a whole lot especially the band doesn't seem to do a lot of public shows and so I'm just trying to get back out there and it is the Brad Thompson band uh-huh okay there was an older version called the undulating band that we when it, did when did that close down uh I, I guess I mean it's it's sort of it wasn't like an official Okay, it's still stop. there. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the, my original group, which we had a, a reunion show just this month, that was from uh, like 92 to 99. Okay. And, and we were called the Undulating Band. And, and you know, we, I say we toured a lot. It was, it was just us booking ourselves, yeah. but all over the country. So we oh, did wow. it. We were doing it. We were young. You know, no nobody was married yet. We could just like, and nobody, you know, rent was cheap, so we were yeah. just like, let's do it, let's do it. And so, uh, by the by the end of that decade, uh, my drummer Rich uh, Stitzel moved to Chicago, and my Traitor. bass player, <laughs> and my bass player in Mubeck, uh He well, he ultimately went on tour with Miranda Lambert, but it oh, was wow. there were okay. a couple acts between there that awesome. is Max Stalling that, but. Uh, so at that point, I I regrouped in the early two thousands, literally regrouped, and uh, new lineup. Except my guitar player Paul Metzger has been through that whole thing from the nineties until present day. He's always been with you. Yeah. yeah. So it, so that's where it's kind of blurry. It's it's still sort of undulating, man. I just don't use it that much unless we're having like a reunion show or yeah. or there's name on the mar there's room on the marquee for all of the, right. for the whole band name. Well, I, I, I went through a bunch of your social media, and it looked like you were extremely active during COVID uh, as far as making videos and trying to increase your social media presence. Like, I guess a lot of artists did that. I had to, or I yeah. was going to go crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It and, was... And how did y'all do that? It looked like it was pretty seamless, but Stephanie was telling me that maybe it was remote, and you guys were collaborating remotely. Yeah, it was crazy. It was total... Uh, I mean, it was desperation. It was <laughs> <laughs> um, wh what it started out as. It, it was uh, you know March, April of 2020, and well, early March, all of my gigs just boom, right all ahead. gone. Yeah, I'm gonna burp. Oh, no, man. go ahead. Do it. 
In fact, I think <laughs> do I need it. to. I think I need to adjust the uh, the camera. What's this thing doing? Okay. okay, I don't know. Just now, now people have live video. Hi, everybody. Sorry oh, about need, that. That's okay. <laughs> need the red blinking light. <laughs> yeah. I thought I had it going. That's uh, the worst catastrophe I've had with the video camera in a while. I've been doing pretty good. Not bad. Anyway, yeah. So. Um, yeah, a lot of musicians had to adapt and find a new way to reach their audience because all your gigs got closed down and now you got to kind of pivot, right? Yeah, and the weird thing is it was just the only gig that I that stayed was the, the church gig that I play oh, on okay. Sundays. It's the Methodist Church in downtown Fort Worth. That was the only... Well, and I, the, I mean, they quit meeting live also, but we, we went to a video format or a streaming right. like all the other churches. So they kept you going, just there was nobody in the pews. Yeah. Yeah. And so we started meeting and we're like, can, can you, uh, you know, they're asking, Brad, can you guys still like do music somehow? And, you know, at the very beginning, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Open the windows. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. I'd never <laughs> done a video. I'd never done anything. And so... We started kind of basic, and then I opened up video editing software, which I, I didn't even know the name. I didn't know any of that Never stuff. Never done any of it? And then, luckily, like, because that church job was every Sunday, and it would be one or two videos a week. Yeah. And it was just like, start another one, finish it, start another. And so, I mean, how else do you, do you get good at something? Right, repetition. But just right? like, yes, serious, like, unstopping repetition. Yeah. Well, some of the ones with... The band were pretty good. Pretty they, good videos. Oh, I excellent. wondered who was putting them together. So they that's cool. It was know. so cool. It was like 15 months of like perfecting it. Zero idea what you're doing to like, you know, I finally, I, I bought a, it was a logic so I could do like audio mixing because yeah. we were just playing into our phone's microphone. Yeah. Which doesn't come out great. No. And so we kept stepping it up and like, and you find out people, either had like a home studio or they were real close to making one so you know everybody's buying like a pretty decent studio mic we're still doing the video on our phones but at least people right. were, were are running it through some of their gear in their house well, the and audio like, is what's important yeah, right? yeah. and it and really it, it got sounded there. really good yeah, yeah by that's, the summer. Saying, that's why I wondered who was putting the videos together it was crazy so you you had never even taken a basic video and used like a program and tried to match up the audio and Oh shit! The first videos we did were in freaking iMovie. Like that's how super <laughs> novice. That's all I'd heard of. That's what I used yeah. the first time I put a video together, yeah. like in two thousand and five. Yeah, and yeah. you know my wife's like she had done it. She's like, well, at least this. I start you here, you'll be fine. And so you're, I'm iMovieing these things. And it was just like that got really, you know, it, it, pretty quickly. You were like, man, I need to find something a little more. Yeah, it's robust as they say. I yeah. mean, it's a cool app, but but yeah, I started there and then finally went to the Adobe like Premiere Pro, like the the you know, I guess the more well known video editing stuff. And now you could teach a class on it. Well, I know what about ten or eleven buttons do, and right. so that's all you need, really. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I, same with me when I'm putting videos together. It's got so many functions on it, oh, and yeah. I'm paying for all of that. Yeah, yeah, you know, but I don't need. You know, but maybe a tenth of what they provide on that program. Yeah, I just need it to all come together and maybe some transitions that, that aren't clunky. And uh, yeah, and, you know, lining up everybody's audio 
uh, with their with their video stuff. So it, and then then I started uh, doing more lip syncing instead of like live singing. Right. Which it, both are fun and cool. Yeah. But I'm like, we could get out in Fort Worth and you know lip sync this stuff in the water gardens yeah. in okay, my sure. street that's what i was going to ask next <laughs> so like the one like in the rain and that that was like one of my favorite ones you put out but so you were lip singing all of those and then just putting them together after yeah it okay. was it was the, it's like a pretty much any music video you've seen is yeah, that's how lip you do syncing. It. yeah and and i'm like i've never done it let's let's give it a shot so yes yeah, su- summer live which that was a trick too like we would go somewhere and remotely have microphones just out of the screen yeah and you know run the guitar direct where you can't see the cable so it would appear so you wouldn't see any of the recording yeah. stuff but yeah the the one in the rain and different ones like that it's totally um <laughs> it's so so our kids were home from school uh-huh. so one kid grabbed a bluetooth speaker right and his phone and he would crank the song from there out of the screen so that i could sing along right and then the other kid we bought the uh, what's what's the the gimbal gimbal yeah. we bought a gimbal <clears throat> and hooked the phone in it so it could do all the like floaty floaty man that changes everything doesn't yeah. it so yeah. one kid's like gimbal gimbal and one kid's like doing this and it's just like you know take it again another take another take another, until something like looked cool and that's yeah. us we were in the near south side it looked so cool yeah where all the murals and construction <clears throat> yeah. and stuff is and and uh downtown and magnolia i mean i started like looking at all finding all the cool murals and graffiti around town because there there's some I've, really awesome I've got your ones. instagram pulled up for the people that are listening oh, yeah. to this uh where can they go see these videos i know you're on youtube right oh yeah i put a i put pretty much all of them on youtube yeah um oh look at there pull up pull, excuse me live crew follows you hey the, there instagram <laughs> what you know what's fun too uh two of the poos uh, our neighbors of mine. Which ones? Scott, okay. Vanilla Rice, yeah. and John Davis. So Scott's just right around the corner. Scott was on the show, and then yeah. we had a John Hendricks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so the leg. Man, they're the best. <laughs> they're so much fun, man. Have they're... you played shows with them? No. no. Okay, okay, okay. I'm glad you asked, Stephanie. <laughs> I was trying the, to remember. The, I think, I think the, the Pulav crews might need to double check this for me. But this is when they very, very first started. When they very first started, we played a party at, on uh, Eagle Mountain Lake. Nice. And I'm I'm almost certain it was like their first gig. Okay. So it's a slightly different lineup. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. You yeah know, it sounds like they've kind of mutated throughout the years and, yeah. and into what we're going to see February 4th. They've but, got a badass oh, yeah. show coming. Oh, yeah. So but I'm fairly cool. certain that was their first show or one of their first shows, and we played it together at a house party uh, over here in Fort Worth, but that was 25 years ago or something. Okay, okay so yeah. it was a house. It wasn't like the the floating restaurant out there that burnt down. No, 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 yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a venue, but we've never done a show together. I would love that. We man, they're they're fantastic. I'm sure they feel be like down. y'all played at some of the same places for sure. Yeah, and I steal from them all the time too. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> Big man to just come right out and admit it, dude. You still, I mean, they're fantastic. What they do, they are. They are. Um, by the time this releases, February fourth, uh, will will already have occurred, and I'll have some videos for that, so people can go to uh, the Fort Worth Roots Facebook page and see videos from that event. But um, they're they're gonna blow out the uh, the Ridgely Theater. Ridgely, you know, they rented that whole thing out. So it it was an annual thing, but then they had to stop 
during right. COVID or something, yeah, but it's back sure. now. I I think this might be the first year back. Maybe yeah, it may be. Yeah. yeah, they might have done it last year, but I think he was telling me that this is the first time they've done anything like this. Yeah, uh, last this year a level. lot of places were still opening back up, like yeah. even restaurants weren't full on, yeah. so they might not have. So especially that number of people. Yeah. Yeah. On, on Instagram, find <clears throat> Brad Thompson at Brad Thompson F W all one word. And uh, then is there? <clears throat> see if there's a link for. Oh, for YouTube. Doesn't look like it, but there's a link for your website. Is there a YouTube link on that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they can whittle their way through your Instagram to get to those videos, but I'll also put your YouTube link in there so they can just click on that and see these badass videos you put together. So do you, do you have any like residencies, or is there anything regular for you here in Fort Worth? Um, I did. I was the Sunday night guy at the Flying Saucer at the. Is that? original location oh, oh yeah i was man. like i didn't know you were at the new one that's where i first started. that's right back then that was nate and alden uh, mm-hmm. yeah oh so that building's been blown down and they've already reconstructed something else there right yeah mm-hmm. it was yeah. the bird cafe, cafe or something um but yeah that was back oh, every sunday night man oh, for- so that, that was part of sunday and square mm-hmm. okay and it was it had the little rooftop like outdoor area yeah. and that's where he would play a lot yeah Man, that's for, a cool little spot. They've really ruined downtown. <laughs> I like I like Sundance Square. I really do, and I'm, I'm not trying to talk shit on my favorite city, but um, the 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 downtown scene has gotten so tragic. You know, they're getting rid of the Riata, and there's a bunch of other like really oh, iconic yeah. places that are shutting down. And you know, Flying Saucer was the first big blow. Everybody's like, "You got to be kidding me! They're going to take out that building, that iconic Fort Worth building." It was an old building. It just sucked, but I mean, Sundance Square is nice. So if you like shiny, polished, pretty stuff, uh, it was an upgrade. And I, I haven't. I mean, I used to be downtown all the time. There's just nothing God. going on down there anymore. Yeah, I play down there constantly, man. But um, the I was just I actually went downtown just the other night to uh, I forget what it's called. Indulge. Like there's a that restaurant. I haven't been there. Me neither. Um, it's a it's a what do you call it? Where a, you know, food cooking class. Okay. Okay. So I don't know. Uh, we went down there. There used to be a piranha sushi right there, and it's right it's, on the corner. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's like parking, and then mm-hmm. the piranha's gone. And then right next door is that place indulge, and it's like a little. I think it's open for lunch. Then they got a bunch of wine and stuff, and then over in this corner is like a cooking class. So okay, yeah. That's how times have changed. Yeah, that's why <laughs> downtown used to be like. Well, party till two yeah. and everything, yeah. and now it's it kind of moves classic. around a little bit. Uh, it seems like because yeah, like you said, downtown used to be pretty popping, and then Seventh Street that was a really cool thing for a long time, and now they've destroyed that. You know? Yeah, I don't go there either. Um, very few reasons to go down to that Seventh Street area anymore, and that's really that sucks because that was like my favorite place to go. But now we're on the other side of I thirty. Um, what is that hospital district eighth and Magnolia? Magnolia and Old Main. Yeah. That Old whole Main. area is just I mean, restaurants, bars, lots of cool stuff. And then my favorite place, Pouring Glory, which is uh, uh. Off of Maine. But then we lost Maine at Southside. I know, man. That closed down. But they're gonna somebody else has purchased that building or is renting that building. I'm not sure what the logistics are, but they're about really? to Yeah. The, the the word is they're gonna reopen that under something totally different but the space will be back so hopefully musicians will have that place uh back in their their choices of uh, venues to play at hopefully soon yeah and then i'm over here on the west side where we just got 
you know, Fred's moved over there. And yeah. Magnolia yeah. Motor Lounge. We just caught a show there uh, a few weeks ago, but I, I like their new location. I mean, there's parking. There's parking now. <laughs> it's a yeah. little more open. And it looks like they just put up a, a big tent. To, Saw the tent outside. To accommodate for people that miss the outdoor area at the old mags. Yeah. Right? So that's going to be a cool little spot. Those for, are good people, man. They love music. Yeah, yeah. Josh Weathers played there last night. At Mags? No shit. Okay. Yeah. That was probably a a disaster. I, I imagine it was packed wall to wall. I don't know. Well, we went to a Josh Weathers thing not too long ago at the uh, the new Tannehill, uh, a new uh, <coughs> Tim Love. That place Winstrosity. is so cool. You like it? It's so cool, man. I'm going to have to give it another shot. We went there and it just, I don't know, it was bad vibes. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I didn't, wasn't really a big fan of it, but... Of the sound in the room or something? No, or? more the standing and then the way that the oh, it's standing, the yeah. staff yeah. was. And I don't really mind the standing thing so much, but it's just a cold concrete room and I don't know. It just, the the, the way that we were kind of ushered in there and um, the, you could not leave. I mean, they had they had some rules, man, and you had to follow them. And you, with, with oh. the amount of security there, you're like, man, if I, if I F up, they're going to kick me out. <laughs> so you can't leave the venue. Yeah, I don't once know. Once you pay the your ticket or something. Well, and like Nate and Shelby were there, and like the band ended, and it's like somebody went to the bathroom, and we were gonna look at like my mom and I get t-shirts or something. Yeah, and it's like literally for, they wouldn't let you come from, from the bathroom to meet your party. You're like, it just ended. Give us five minutes. Oh really? They were like, get get the hell out. I mean, like they were. They were like pushing you out the door, and you're like oh, hollering no. like, hey guys, meet us on the other side. And then when you got to the bar area. They'd kind of let you hang out for a minute there, and it was cold outside, so it's like, yeah, like it was, they were like pushing you out, and we were like trying to talk like 18 to one of the outside. girls that sang with Josh to see if she'd want to come on the show sometime. Like, you know, like Dang. have conversations with people, but they were just like, get out. And you're like, this show literally just ended. Like, you wait all that time, you watch it, and then you've got your people here, and you're uh, like, can we talk for like, three minutes? And of course, oh, the tickets no. weren't cheap. So <clears> it's, <throat> it's just, it was, it was bad vibes. But I'm, I'm going to give it another shot. I'm excited that there's another venue, and um it it kind of fills a, a middle ground too because you know uh i think the idea was what did tim love say it's supposed to accommodate about two thousand people I maybe not that much maybe, maybe less 500 right yeah i two, heard a thousand two thousand's insane a thousand like, yeah okay <clears throat> so that's standing if you put tables in there probably yeah yeah four hundred yeah i want to say they did they have some little tables in the back and then they had like a little upstairs area but of there course, no, I was paying more for it. There were no tables on our level, on that no. ground level. I think there may have been an upstairs, upstairs area. Was the upstairs tables. area. So I've been in there twice. You went upstairs? But ne- Who do you know? Yeah, it, it wasn't for... <laughs> it wasn't for. I haven't seen a show there oh, yet. Oh, okay. But I've toured it twice. And uh, the the suites... Oh, you've played there? No, no. It was just to look at it. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, actually, I'm... In, <clears throat> so... I'm involved in, you know, the Ronald McDonald house here in Fort Worth, mm-hmm. the house's families right right near uh, Children's mm-hmm. uh, Children's Hospital. Um, wait, what is it called? All right, never mind. It's okay. I'll, right. look, I'll look it up. Right. <laughs> um, so they had, a, they're planning a, a big fundraiser uh, in March at mm. Tannehill's. So okay. we were able to tour uh, the venue just a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And uh, the the balcony is amazing. There's two giant uh, uh, rows on either side, right. and then in the very back are the suites. And I think there might be uh, like three of them, like couches. And then is there a? It, it, I'm just kind of going back into my foggy memory banks. But above the stage, is there kind of a, a? Is there a bar up there on that side of it? 
Um, or is there a wall there? I don't. I can't remember. So there, there are bars on the second uh, floor. Okay. I think. Well, actually, there's a actually there's a bar behind the stage. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, it's really nice. Okay. Yeah, and yeah, um, I. It was it was tables because there was family sitting here, and then Josh and his family stood up yeah, in the open standing. breezeway. Yeah. I don't remember there being a bar up there. Anyway, um, but it yeah, is. I'm gonna have to give it another <clears throat> shot for sure. Maybe oh. we get some VIP tickets and go upstairs. Yeah, see how the other half live. And there there are <laughs> there's some seating right at the end of the bar on the ground floor, close to the stage, and yeah. then there's also seating behind the sound console at the back of the room that's where i was talking about i thought i remembered there maybe being tables and some yeah. people some people that i've talked to just not about used. uh tana hill have said that the there was a an issue with the sound but i mean josh weather sounded great yeah he so did. i can't imagine that's still an issue but anyway oh it's so it's cook cooks uh, cook, okay yeah so ronald mcdonald house <clears throat> is doing a big show there with, with seating uh it's at the end of march but we got to go in there and just see, you know, see what they do when you do yeah. rent like a private uh, thing there. And, and was, are you going to be a part of that? So I, I have been uh, for ooh, it's two or three years. Yeah, we've we've been the opening band for it was Pat Green one year, uh, and then one year we did it at Billy Bob's. One year it was at the Fort Worth Zoo. So this year I moved over to being on the planning committee. Oh, sweet! Which I I don't bring a whole lot to the table because I'm not that's I've not really done any planning committees before. Uh-huh. But it was very gracious of them to offer that to me. So, like for the first time in my whole life, I've been like a I'm a volunteer on some kind of board that yeah. like really is doing powerful stuff in the community so i'm like man i feel like an adult right now so, <laughs> so i've made all the meetings except one and most of the time we meet at ronald mcdonald house and we go up there and, and i mean there's there's a bunch of people in the community that are all pulling together to sponsors and then uh i've got to look up who the headliner is this year but it's another country guy but i mean uh, raffle you know all this kind of stuff and then like seating and and uh, it's i've i've never been I've been on the performing side of fundraiser type events before and yeah. and I know they're huge and they they take a year to plan. And this would be for schools or any kind of nonprofit. But to be on the planning side and to see these people actually meeting the the large meetings are once a month, but there are there's a lot more meetings Don't going months. on. Yeah. I mean, an entire year. That's what it takes, man. To make to pull off an event. And then when you're there, you get it. Because I mean, everything has been considered. It is Yeah. Well it's so cool. We're doing Great organization. The, yeah. We're doing the uh, second annual River Oak Spring Fest car show and the, it's not a charity organization, but to to what you're talking about, the planning that goes into it. Last year they had five or six meetings before they threw this event. And uh, it was a great turnout. There was a lot of local entities that were involved with that. And some of them are like, uh, I, I believe, CASA and uh, what's Tanya's organization? I'm blanking. Um, Edna Gladney. Yeah, Gladney yeah. Center and things like that. <clears throat> so so it wasn't necessarily a charity event, but a lot of people from the community were brought in. And uh, just, I think, last night, Darren told me that I'm going to have to be in some of these meetings. So <laughs> You're going to have I'm, to. I'm, I guess I get to feel like an adult uh, in a smaller way, but 
it's uh it's kind of cool it does take a lot of planning and uh oh. it's 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 a challenge and i yeah. hope people enjoy coming to these events and uh you know kind of getting to benefit from all that hard work that goes into this stuff it's eye-opening like yeah. when when you're the band for an event you know they they book you maybe a year out maybe even further and then you touch base and then when you get close to it there's specifics about you know technical things and this and that but yeah all the all the uh all the stuff that transpires in that time with the food and the decorations and all the and the venue it's like it is a monumental task yeah yeah it's 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 something when it gets pulled off too i've been to a lot of <clears throat> events that you you walk in and immediately you're just like oh well that's jacked up that's jacked up nobody's watching this nobody took care of that and so whenever you go to an event you're like damn they thought of everything yes. that's really something but it takes all those meetings and all those people and planning and setting dates and <laughs> it is so securing cool. securing artists a year in advance oh. and to get to tour Tannehills like on a you know when it's empty yeah and just go through all the halls and understand and the restaurant next door mm-hmm. and the it's one of those open air kitchens where you can see the guy like cooking right there yeah. the open flame That's cool. and yeah and there's there's like a little stage out front for like a you're like a solo guy to be playing sometimes yeah out at the in the, in the, the lobby patio or Oh, inside? Yeah, inside, like right when you walk in. So Is that Paloma? I forgot the name of it. I don't know. It's the new Tim Love restaurant, right? Oh, that one. No, this is right in Tannehill's. Oh, it's in Tannehill's. Yeah, like right when you walk in there, just across from the bar. Okay, to the left? Yeah. Yeah, there's like the little store, too. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you from Fort Worth? Did you start out here? Grand Prairie. That works. That's close enough. (laughs) Born in Grand Prairie. Uh moved to arlington went up to denton for uh, uh for college at north texas where i took a shot at uh vocal and classical guitar what do you mean took a shot at well i didn't finish but I, did, <laughs> I did super try it's okay i medium tried you got some classes knocked out yeah so that was that was something but yeah so then after that moved to fort worth in 98 lived in arlington heights for probably 15 years which is i love that neighborhood and then now out in the ridgely hills bet you wish you'd have held on to one of those houses out there huh oh my god ridiculous yeah in the 15 years from the time we bought that house to selling it Mm -hmm. i don't even want to talk about it it's it's (laughs) that was it was ridiculous so i I, i'm not uh, saying i'm like made it anyway yeah it it definitely increased the value yeah fort worth houses i've had mine for six years going on seven but even the value that's changed in seven years where i live i live in south hills but that neighborhood that you're talking about um i had a landscaping business for a little while oh cool and uh hgtv flipper flop fort worth brought us in to do six uh episodes with them so we redid the landscape for some of the houses over there oh i would love that whenever we started you know just curiosity i'm like so what's the uh what's the value on this like what'd you buy it for what are you gonna sell it for yeah and that's right whenever that neighborhood started to get hot and the Ooh. prices started to go through the roof. And they were buying these houses for like 100, 120. Right. I mean, there were tiny little old homes that needed a lot of work. Ours was like a two bedroom, two, two bath. Yeah. And Only because someone put a second bath in it. Like, a, yeah, these are small. Maybe 1,400 ago, square feet. I think a year ago, you could have sold it for 400,000. Yeah, buddy. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, the yeah. smaller, you know, less updated homes were going for that. 
Yeah. Well, some of them had insane. some weird quirks. I mean, little bitty closets, metal <laughs> kitchen cabinets. I oh, mean, they were no closets. Vintage. Yeah. yeah or in like, the twenties, it's like you didn't need a closet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you gonna put in there? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but when I was looking, they were already expensive, which is why I ended up where I did. Yeah. Old old homes, tiny. And we had the big big backyards though. Oh yeah. yeah. We had the uh, the original flooring in that house set wood yeah wood floor it was built in like 1928 or 29 original Mm -hmm. flooring um and then somewhere in there uh before us there was severe water damage in the front room and so uh it see we bought the house and it was carpeted Mm -hmm. and then we you know after we bought it we like start pulling up the carpet and we're like holy crap there's some seriously beautiful i guess it's oak yeah hardwood floors don't get me like there's some seriously nice wood floor and so we pulled up the carpet everywhere and we're like "Woo, the front room looks amazing oh the dining room looks amazing and then you get to that one bedroom and you're like someone was murdered oh no yeah and the (laughs) and the wood was all warped and and rotted and everything yeah and so we just we we actually took out the hallway and the front room and then redid it with brand new wood flooring. And so there was enough scrap wood flooring that we kept for like, you know, repairs or whatever. But there was enough uh, scrap flooring that when we moved 15 years later, you know, my kids grew up in that house and we missed it. And so uh, my dad, he uh, he's a woodworker. We took uh, that wood flooring and pieced together and made a headboard that's oh, cool. that's so for their cool. bed. Very, very cool. And like kept it like funky too. Like you could see where the little nails were in it and the little <laughs> rusty things. And we still had that. So, uh, it's cool. so cool. Yeah. We, we made a headboard and it was like perfect and like rough on the edges, you know, like all the slats just kind of are jagged. Y'all still have them? Still have it. Nice. Yeah. It was, it was like the neat Cause we're like, man, we missed that house. That house yeah, was. That's neat. That house was so cool. But yeah. yeah. Super a lot, lot of memories there. Yeah. And I mean. The neighborhood's great. The sidewalks. We could walk to Winslow's and all these yeah. different places around there. And Curly's. You get the mm-hmm. custard. custard. <laughs> yeah. Frozen custard. I mean, dude, it, dude, we could get on our bikes and just ride to the Gingerman when it was there. Now oh, it's that giant You know what? That's another. Hotel. I didn't know <laughs> what give you started. That's another know. awful loss that we that suffered here. As a I think it's a boutique <laughs> hotel, but it, it doesn't look like it. It's. I it's, haven't been by it since huge. they completed it. <laughs> but for a while... It was just, they cleared it out. The, it was I, the church and the gingerman, I think, and then just, Yeah. It's, just, it's it was giant. Just an empty slot. And then whenever they started uh, construction, or maybe a couple months afterwards, I was driving by it, and there's just a gaping hole like 80 feet deep. Oh, yeah. Like parking, or I don't know. I, it's got to be parking, but it was, it was just this giant hole, and I'm like, God, look at the progress. <laughs> it's awful. It's huge. I don't know. I, yeah. And then gingerman's is just gone. They didn't try to reopen anywhere. I went by the week they were closing. I walked in and I had no idea this was going to happen. I walked in and like all the tap heads were off the tap. And I was like, are y'all out of beer? Like entirely what's going on? <laughs> like, nah, we've got beer in all of these and it's, you know, discount. Cause you know, once the taps out, that's it. We're closing. We'll be closed uh, next week. So all the, all the taps are just being given away. Oh wow. Like you see something in here you want, you can take it. Like the owner has washed his hands of this place. So if you want something, take it. And that's why there's no tap heads. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. So it was just such a kick in the nuts because I'd been going there for a couple of years. I was stationed over here at the, uh, where am I? 
Oh yeah, right here. Uh-huh. The the bass. Yeah. And uh that was one of my little hangouts. So and they would do uh trivia, I think every Tuesdays oh, yeah. or something like that. Well, we did that. It was a cool spot, man. It was now, a really cool spot. I'm older than y'all because before it was the gingerbread. Prove it. Every, oh, I would, <laughs> the My but, back hurts worse than yours. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Let's see. Man, yeah. Um before it was the gingerman, it was a very special place. I think it was called Rick's on the Bricks. Okay. And it was a restaurant bar. Okay. But I was... was it? Did it kind of look the same? Like same setup? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It looked just like that. That was such a homey... Like it just felt good when you walked in there. Yeah. It felt, oh, like, yeah. It felt like someone's house, like an old cottage or something. Yeah. The, all the gingermen, the one in Dallas, they all kind of look like that. Yeah. I think it's very... I don't think I've been to that one. So yeah. Is there still one in Dallas? The, There's I, one left and it's in like Las Colinas. Oh, really? Or, I used to yeah. play the one in Dallas all the yeah. time. There's only one left open because that's what South Lake Cowtown moved into one of the old Gingermans too. Oh, okay. Like the there was a flying saucer out there, uh, that direction. I think either Dallas or Plano, maybe Addison, but that flying saucer was amazing. And it, it kind of felt you know, the same way. It was just this real homey feel, but it was a lot bigger than Gingermans. And they had uh, plates all over the place. And it was kind of sadistic because it's like, if you drink a thousand of our beers, you get this plate. Oh, it's 200. Is it 200? Wasn't th- was there a bigger one though? Well, well you just go around saucer, again. Yeah, you do yeah. it once a year and you have to drink so many beers and they have to be all different ones. Yeah. Yep. And oh, then yeah. you can do it over and over. So it's like you do the 300 beers and then next year you do it again and then you change your plate color. Yeah. And then you get a table and there's a whole thing. We like, got all the details one day, just curious. But we're I don't like, know why people are suffering liver damage all over the place. Well, and we <laughs> added it up. If you drink like three beers a day and then like took vacation days, like how many days you'd have to go there to do it. It, it was insane. It was ridiculous. It yeah. Is. So it's like, man, what are y'all trying? <clears throat> I don't know. I don't think you should. That's a game that no one should play. They still do it right now in Fort Worth. <laughs> and I used yeah. to. They do. I would play the Addison Saucer. There was a, one on Lower Greenville. Uh-huh. Um, I'm probably thinking of the Addison one then. Yeah, and there was uh, there's one in Memphis. There's one in Nashville. There were several, and I would okay. play all of them. Oh, you did the circuit? Mm-hmm. Nice. I'd do a little flying saucer tour. That's awesome. Yeah, th- and they all had the same kind of vibe, you know, like yeah. very neighborhoody, you know, serious beer drinking, good bar food. I'm trying to remember what it... They had something on the menu that was just so damn good, dude. Like, I just... They were serious about... Rocket Tots is one of the best. I'd be driving around (laughs) and I'd... Saucer Brotzel. I'd be driving around and I'd just get the craving. You know, I'd be like, I gotta have that. I can't remember what it was. Those are my two. What was the sausage? It's a pretzel with like the sausages on top and then the cheese and then you get the spicy mustard. That's all, yeah. And then the loaded Rocket Tots are like a potato disc with like cheese and then they like melt the cheese and has like goat cheese and chives and egg on top okay I mean, we gotta stop I'm go stephanie yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm getting hungry <laughs> that, one still, of the bartenders would come to cowtown i'd be like oh no i'm craving it thank you we still yeah. have one here i wonder if they've got that on the menu <laughs> no they do oh shit that's what i'm saying <laughs> let's go I, I think i know where i'm having dinner tonight <laughs> yeah. i think i know where i'm having dinner it's a great seven. concept man that, yeah it's been going for 20 years probably maybe since probably like 94 are they talking about shutting this one down i feel like with all the bass family stuff going on it's one of the places i haven't heard yet because they have an incredible outdoor stage area yeah it was 80s before have you played there when it was 80s when it was 80s we played there a lot like i haven't played there now an obnoxious (laughs) amount of times but now like this one crew probably has to (laughs) but not with this one no the way back in the 90s yeah we would play Oh man, they 
they made a stage inside in the very back and i'm oh. pretty sure that we were it like there were booths back there and i'm pretty sure they just put a stage <laughs> over the booths it was kind of oh wow temporary yeah this has been 30 years ago but we would play every halloween there every new year's eve there every pretty much every holiday yeah but i'm pretty sure they would the 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 booze in the back just became the stage so you know you're like four feet off the ground now it's like sounds a little scary like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we play in the very front too when you walked in there was used to be like a smaller little curved stage right when you walked in yeah. oh it was best times man we probably I, played there like 300 times i, I mean, think it's like really interesting like the different sizes of stages you see at places like some places just have a riser you know and that seems to work for the space and then you go to places like um Ridgely Theater or Ridgely Room, that that one's you know what probably three feet right, Couple two and feet. a half three feet, and then uh, you know the 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 taller ones that you you think of like at schools or <laughs> like the one we saw at um, South Southside Preservation Hall. That thing is it's five foot almost. It's huge. Yeah, that oh. one looks like an old theater. You know, with like, like the red curtains, like and a school. You the, know, the schools like, yeah. have it in big, there. It's where they do the dance classes. I'm sure. And then they have like a, apparently they have a chapel and then there's another room. It's the old church, isn't it? Yeah. So like. Yeah. I've been in there. Yeah. It's old timey looking. Yeah. It's cool though. Is it? Yeah. The bigger the space, the taller the stage. Is that kind of the rule of thumb? Well, but those are a different kind of stage. I mean, like a restaurant stage, like we're talking about our little bar stage. These are like old venues that could do a theater or a play or a drama. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like that's why they're raised because you have seating or, you know what I mean? That's yeah. a good point. Yeah. So you got to raise it above the seating. I've just been kind of really uh, hyper-focused. Every time we go to a, a different venue, I'm looking at their stage setup because we're going to put one out back like I was talking about. And I don't know if maybe we'll just keep it with the, the little... 12 inch by 12 inch uh stone squares just keep it flat or do we build up a stage or we just do a riser for the drum kit or you know and then the rehearsal room right here how big should that stage be there's there's kind of proportions that need to be (laughs) adhered to yeah the if the room is yay big and yay tall then the stage would be yeah you know sometimes it it looks weird and sometimes like a uh, Fibonacci sequence for this kind of thing? That's probably it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something. So what do you got coming up, man? What's the next thing on the horizon? Uh, let me see. I'd have to look at my calendar, I think. Let's pull it up. Let's tell I kn- these folks. I know... Uh, I, uh, what's the... I know the... We got Grand Crew coming up. Yes. So Grand Crew is owned by my friends, uh, the Gwyns. And that's in early February. Is this a festival or that? It's it's a wine Magnolia. bar mm. uh, on Magnolia. Okay, and uh, they got great food. They actually have some nice beers too available. So, what's but, the name of it? Uh, Grand Crew. It's right across the street from Maggie's R and R. Is it new? No, it's like it's like they it's like a little wine bistro. Okay, it's right across the street. Like it existed, and then that owner sold it to yeah. them. So it's uh, and they've had it for several years. Yeah quite a few years yeah. now but it's a great space it's such a it's a good spot uh hmm. i'm playing the stock show on monday nice I see that um which is really cool is this the last week for it um it's gotta be it started for, on it? the 14th so okay. we've got we've got a few weeks left it goes it goes to like early february oh i, I didn't think. realize that okay yeah so we're just in the 
we're not we're not even halfway i don't think that says on the 23rd and then the 27th you're at the distillery where is that at that's a tx whiskey i don't know if you guys are fans of that stuff but uh I've I've been it's through good. there whenever nothing was going on, and I I think even the bar might have been shut down. This might have been a COVID thing. I don't know, but I did go out there because I, me and a buddy of mine, shout out to Adam, uh, had been going through quite a bit of TX, and he's like, oh man, they just opened up this new place over blah blah blah. So we ran through there and checked it out, but I mean, there was nothing going on. The thing I remember the most is the barrel room. Mm-hmm. They've just got uh, floor to ceiling racks filled with barrels, aging it? it and everything. Yeah. Where is this up? I can't remember. I know it's, it's kind of on the south side of Fort Worth. South, southeast Fort Worth. Uh, yeah, it's the old Glen Gardens uh, golf course. Right, Which, yeah. that's like too old for any of us to remember. Benbrook, Alito, like out that way? Um, it, it'd be like if you took 287 out of Fort Worth and you're heading to Arlington or 820. It's sort of in that, in that area. area. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, um, you pull in through the gate, and I think there's a like a guard shack there, mm-hmm. and you look around, you're like, yeah, this definitely used to be a golf course. Yeah, yeah I didn't sure. know where it was. It's nice. Even if it's been closed down for a while, they've maintained it because now, are they going to use it for golf at all? I've heard, I've heard that if you rent it, because they rent it for parties all yeah. the time, if if you rent it, then you have access to the golf course. It'd be an excellent venue. Oh yeah, <clears throat> for anything. Lots of space. Very nice. Oh, I play there a bunch. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's, re- it's, yeah. And it has the scalability to make it a small, intimate thing. Yeah. Or if you use the entire area, you could have a, you know, like a festival, a large group there. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. an indoor, outdoor. That's really cool. I need to talk to them cats, get them on the show. I want to talk about some TX whiskey. Yeah. Bobby's I'm a fan. Been collecting the caps because they all oh, have yeah. different yeah. things. My brother. I had to throw them out, man, because whenever I was going through my TX whiskey phase, I was keeping the bottles because they were just too cool to throw away and I'd, they are. I'd seen a bunch of videos of people like customizing them and doing stuff with them and i'm like i could probably sell these so i kept them and before i knew it i had I'm, i don't an absurd amount like <laughs> too many don't take up that much man. no not the cash so i was keeping the whole damn bottle <laughs> it's I, easy to drink man it's I know so good saying. yeah and then i got into my jameson phase uh-huh. and tx whiskey started tasting too sweet to me right because it is it's a, a sweeter whiskey oh it is so good it's like dessert baby yeah and i I just do it over ice like i don't even i don't mix my whiskeys which is you know i don't know what that says about me but (laughs) that's the way i do it too man (laughs) just put some ice on it and just gets better as you as you go it's great yeah i always get a bottle when i play there man that's awesome they do they gift one to you i just try to make it part of the part of the gig part of the arrangement <laughs> like i'm a fan i'm gonna i'm don't, gonna don't forget that bottle now yeah yeah <laughs> that's that's very good well we got your uh we got your website here it's bradthompson.com uh, this will be in the show notes and then on instagram it's brad thompson fw is there any other social media thingies uh where people can find your content let's see what'd you say the website and website? instagram and then I'm I'm gonna find you on YouTube and I'll put that in the show notes. What, do you know Do you know what you are on YouTube? Uh, I think it's Brad Thompson Music. Okay, Steffi's looking it up right now. Go Steffi, go. And uh, and I, I'm pretty active on Facebook too. Yeah, uh, and you've got the Brad Thompson Music on Facebook, right? Yeah. Do yeah. you Do you have the blue check mark? This is something that I've recently been interested in. I don't see it on yours. YouTube is at Brad Thompson Music. I want to know how yeah. you get that blue check mark on uh, 
on Instagram. Having enough followers and then they have to verify well, you. Well, I've got the same... Well, I don't, but Brad Thompson has 1540 followers on his Instagram. That's not enough for a check, is it? I have seen people with uh, 1200 with a blue check mark. And I know the Funky Panther, uh, another very excellent podcast here in Fort Worth, uh, they've got 1700 and they've got the blue check mark. Is it like the Twitter thing where you pay eight dollars and you? No, get a ch- that's a new <laughs> thing. That's yeah, a, that's an Elon Musk. Instagram <laughs> it's is not like that. It's <laughs> like celebrity status, but it's like yeah, I don't know what bumps you into it. I think there's a process, and I want to find out what it is because I want that damn blue check mark, and then I'm going to tell you, agent man, I'm going to tell you how to do it, <laughs> oh, and, and so you can get your blue check mark. Brad Thompson, musician. What is this? Is this that's the page? The Facebook. Is that the page or? Is yeah. Oh the yeah. Facebook? Okay. Oh, it's just his Facebook page. Okay. And it is Brad Thompson, musician. Yeah. Brad Thompson dash musician. Okay, cool. Cool. (laughs) Me hopping around. Well, brother, thank you for being on the show. And uh, anytime you'd like to come back, we're always here for you. And if we can ever help you promote something, just let me know. Y'all are very kind. Thank you. Oh, and I've known Stephanie a long time, so it's good to hang out with you. Yep. Agreed. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, and shout out to Stephanie for setting this up. This was, uh, uh, I didn't actually know about you until she introduced me to you. So She's good. She's uh, definitely a, a Brad Thompson super fan. Oh, <laughs> I want a super fan. You got All one. my friends are. The <laughs> whole crew is. Now you got two. All right. <laughs> Forward through. Thank y'all for listening, and we'll see you next week. All right. Big shout out to our new friend, Brad Thompson. Sir, you are always welcome at the Fort Worth Roots studio. That was a fun episode. Uh, <laughs> really committed to uh, to trimming, uh, you know, staying away from edits. Trying, trying really hard to give you uh, everything as one big file so that it doesn't sound over-processed. Uh, if you've been listening to previous episodes, you know that that's been a struggle lately. I've had people telling me I kind of choked the shit out of these episodes with all the edits, so... I'm trying to just let it breathe. I hope that's working out. Um, would love some feedback. If you ever have a cell phone in front of you and you want to reach out to us on our hotline, you can tell I'm probably, you can tell I'm stalling. I don't have it memorized yet. It's 817-988-1292. And uh, you can just leave us messages. And I'm still kind of trying to figure this phone out. And to prove it to you, before we get out of here, I found a message today from somebody that uh, had left us a message a while back. It was like last, it was this February, so almost a month ago. And I was like, well, damn, that person's going to think I'm a liar. Here's the thing it's a little vulgar, but we're at the end of the episode here. And I think you can handle it because you're an adult. And I told you people, unless it was just totally batshit bananas crazy, I would play it. So let me find this daggum thing. It's a new phone. I bought it just for the camera. And so you could leave me funny voicemails. So let me see. I think I've got it tuned up. Let's see what we got here. Hey, man, I don't like this dang old podcast you do, man. You talk about, talk about all these local people, man. You got to talk about people from outer space, man. Talk about more space people, man. Those are space people. That's what people want to hear about. I don't want to hear about your goddamn Fort Worth roots. That's shit. So, obviously, not relevant, didn't make a whole lot of sense, and it didn't add any value to the show. But somebody left a voicemail, and I'm trying to stick to my word here. 
<laughs> so there you go. I don't know who that was, but thanks for calling in. Uh, again, our number is 817-988-1292. And I, you know what? If that's the best you can muster, that's okay. But I feel like you could probably leave me something a little more uh, ingenuitive at best. Anyway, we've got some incredible episodes coming up, uh, and I don't like, I, I might have to just get over this shit, but I don't like telling you about stuff I've got coming up until we've done it, because I don't want to tell you about it, and then you suffer the disappointment of it not happening. That has happened in the past. Um, tell you a quick story. I got to sit down with uh, our new lacrosse team. This was over a year ago, and uh, they hadn't even done their first game yet. And I think I was one of the first, if not the the very first podcasters to sit down with the team and uh, interview a bunch of the guys on the team, the team captain and a few other guys. Also, the owner of the team. Um, this was a pretty powerful recording. I was nervous as shit. They brought me up to the Omni Hotel and uh, I was there for their, I think they called it Media Day. The news channel was there all sorts of important people and I got a little spot with my roadcaster and my Fort Worth Roots sign in the back and um, it was cool. I felt like I just made it. I just made it as a podcaster. It's a big moment for me. So hour and a half into this, I've done all these interviews with these different people and we've taken pictures and done all this cool stuff and I've got the roadcaster going. The red button is on. It is still recording. And if you've listened to the show enough, you know I've talked about this issue with the roadcaster. If the power gets disrupted, you lose the whole damn file. Well, the team captain kicked the power cord out of the wall. I lost the whole file. I've been so embarrassed about that that I just this week, after over a year, I think, of groveling in shame, I just reached back out to them to see if we could do it again. But I was just so embarrassed. Nowadays, I carry a power supply with me, so if the wall supply, the the wall jack outlet, whatever, is uh, questionable. And that one was. It was a little shaky. I can plug into a uh, power pack. So we've corrected that. <laughs> but anyway, bad moment. And I, I, thank God I didn't tell you that, uh, hey, next week we're going to have the, uh, what are those guys called? Panther City Lacrosse team um, on the show. Because I, I don't know. I, I was sick enough as it was if I had told you that it was going to happen. And then it didn't. So anyway. That's why I kind of hold back and I don't tell you about cool stuff that's coming up because I don't know. I just want to make sure it happens before I start promoting it. But I need to do a better job of that, promoting this stuff so you know what's coming up and you can get excited about it. Uh, hey, let's talk about our sponsors real quick. I told you about Roofing Solutions by Darren Houck. You hear about them every week because they're awesome and they take good care of the Fort Worth Roots podcast. Big storm today. I don't know how much damage there was. Sam S. I always mess up your last name, brother. Sam from the Failed Podcast. Uh, good friend of mine. Awesome dude. Very creative podcast. If you haven't checked that out, uh, it's got a similar format to mine, but it's through the lens of failure. They start talking about uh, what people have had to go through in order to get where they're at today and how failure helped them uh, succeed and get to that point. I love it. It's great. And Sam is excellent. Uh, anyway, he was posting pictures of, I think it was a quarter. He had a hailstone next to a quarter. Always talking about people and the things that they compare their hailstones to. My mom texts me and she's like, there's orange size hail falling out of the sky. I'm like, that's probably about the same size as softball. Why didn't she say softball? Maybe she's just got citrus on the mind. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, 
I'm getting way off track here. Roofing Solutions by Darren Houck would be the guy to call, and he's offering the Fort Worth Roots Podcast listeners 50% off a roofing tune-up. And in my mind, you need one anyway. That's just a fact. But in my mind, this would be a great time to do it. If you have any idea, any inkling of a thought that there might be something wrong with your roof, this would be a good time to get a qualified uh, roofer up there, taking a look, walking around with his caulking, and uh, fixing up stuff. More than likely. I'm I'm just going to put this out there in the universe. There's nothing wrong with your roof. But get Darren up there and make sure. Because if there is something wrong with your roof, um, you can have water intrusion and it can cost you thousands of dollars rather than the little measly fee that Darren charges to get up there and take a look around. Anyway, go check them out. RoofingSolutionsHawk.com, 817-692-8496. Shout out to WoodPostMetalWorks.com. Still trying to get these dudes in the studio. Dude and dude up. Uh, but whenever you go to woodpostmetalworks.com, you're going to find uh, that they specialize in metal signs with or without LED backlighting. Excuse me. Fence and gate repair or installation, light steel fabrication, industrial plasma cutting, and more. These people are very creative. There's a store now here in River Oaks called Atomic Then and Now. I can't tell you a lot about this store, but what I can tell you is that Woodpost Metalworks has some of their artwork in there. And some of it is just like examples uh, of like the, the numbers on your house uh, that you can put outside to show how cool and trendy you are. Uh, it's customized. Anyway, so you look at that and you go, oh, I want that, but like with my numbers on it. And uh, they set you up, make you your own personalized steel plate with your numbers on it. And it looks dope. You should check it out. You can either go online, which is probably what I would do, woodpostmetalworks.com, where you can also use your offer code, podcast817, at checkout to get 10% off. Or you can go out there to Atomic Then and Now uh, in River Oaks off of that main drag. What is that? I don't know. I can never remember that. Anyway, it's over there somewhere, and you can check it out in the flesh. Hawk Walker Originals. Go to hawkwalker.com. They offer a huge variety of unique and personalized gifts also laser engraving to customize just about anything you can think of they're at it again they made some customized Pulav crew cups kind of like the uh, fort worth roots cups they made last september for our event but uh what you need to know is these look really good and they last um i've still got people using those cups Where'd, i gave the last one away to somebody i can't remember who now oh there was a an event down off 7th street with the uh, fort worth forever crew putting on an event i gave away the last cup pretty upset about that i wanted to keep that one. Oh well we'll get more and we'll get them from hawk walker originals because they do an outstanding job you go to hawkwalker.com to see what i'm talking about that and more they don't just do laser engraving there's a bunch of other awesome stuff lots of woodworking stuff custom wood pins and things like that go check it out um roofing solution yeah we talked about that all right on to our friends at pouring glory they've got a thing tomorrow it is a saint patrick's day thing and they got a bunch of specials i just read them off at the beginning of the show here it is i found it again saint patrick's shenanigans and specials corned beef corned beef and cabbage okay i mean i know it's coming out of that kitchen so i know it's good i just don't know that i've had corned beef and cabbage but it's gonna be good scott's making it uh four dollar smithwicks also don't know what that is uh, $4 happy hour from 3 to 7. And, of course, they're $3 daily draft. So, anyway, that's tomorrow. 
Love, Porn, Glory. I go there probably twice a week, at least once a week. Because it comes down to prices are crazy right now. We all know it. Eating out is a luxury. And so whenever I go, I'm not going to cook tonight. I'm going to go somewhere. I'm going to eat. The first thing I try to think of is who do I want to support? Because as our economy starts to tighten up, as the gap between earnings and cost of living continues to widen, there's going to be some issues, man. Not everybody's going to make it. And so I, but listen, before they were a sponsor, um, would go in there just to, just because the food is amazing and I want to support my friends. And that was before they were a sponsor. Now I just kind of keep up the same thing, but I love the people there. It's got a real chill environment, and I strike up conversations with people I've never met before all the time. It's a large uh, medical community, uh, would you call it a following? They're in there all the time, doctors, nurses, specialists, things like that. Just good people, man. It's in a weird spot, so I think a lot of people miss it. It's on its own little island in the middle of a field away from all the other buildings, which is perfect because not everybody knows about it and I don't like crowded venues so they do live music and they've got uh, dog park Sundays where you can bring your fur baby and it can run free in their outdoor patio which is actually pretty good size it used to be their parking lot and then COVID hit and they're like we need an outdoor area (laughs) so um, now they have a huge outdoor area still looks kind of like a parking lot but it's fenced in it's gated it's very secure Uh, your doggo will be safe They've got water bowls and all that good stuff. And I think Sarah's got some cat food. Check with that. Anyway, okay, that's all the sponsors. Events, you know about, I don't even have to read them now. Psychedelic Panther is April 7th. And they are going to be on Friday and Saturday. Starts April 7th. Two stages out at Lola's. Uh, I don't know what the cover is this year, but I do know it's going to be amazing and worth every penny. There's going to be vendors out there. There's going to be... Uh, all sorts of stuff but uh, if you haven't checked if you didn't check out last year's Psychedelic Panther that we did at Maine at Southside uh, you missed out you don't have to miss out this year it's going to be excellent you got two days to choose from they're doing it two different ways you can buy a pass to uh, visit both days so you can see all the bands or you can just do individual, individual days so awesome awesome stuff Friday and Saturday April 7th all right, and then Pouring Glory is putting on a 420 event. This is on a Thursday, and I just couldn't be more excited that we're going to have that event right before the River Oak Spring Fest car show. So April is just, it's my birthday month, okay? I was supposed to get a break here. <laughs> anyway, so 420, and uh, we're still kind of getting some details together, but it sounds like Denver Williams is definitely going to be playing. If you haven't caught Denver Williams play yet, this is uh, somebody that you just can't miss. You need to come out and you need to see Denver play. There's going to be other musicians there. I do not have their names in front of me. We're still ironing out some details, still talking to people about this whole dilly whapper. But it's going to be fun too. And as more details come out, I will keep you informed. And then, of course, the River Oak Spring Fest Car Show. I know. I did the same thing last year. I just talked about this shit nonstop for months in advance. But whenever you put on an event this size at Camp Carter, a uh, 300-and-something acre facility with zip lines, kayaking, uh, 
archery, horseback riding, food trucks, over 88 vendors, three, what was it? Was it 300 classic cars? 330, I think. I get that mixed up. The acreage and the number of cars, I think I'm mixing those up. But it was it was a lot of cars. I, mean, I think it was 300 and something cars. Um, and the guy that was counting heads stopped counting at 7,000 people. And that is not including the vendors or the classic cars that uh, registered for the event. None of that. It's uh, It's all the people that came in from the community. So pretty damn good turnout and they're still building on this thing there's more details to come so i need to get with darren we did an episode with him uh not too long ago but it's all about the river oak spring fest car show that's coming up this year and just a really good excuse to sit down with darren and shoot the shit so go check that out it's the last one we did we did a sponsorship episode with him too i think those are back to back so if you don't want to hear about roofing don't click on the sponsorship episode click on the other one that we did with Darren just recently. Okay, I'm just blabbing now. What else? We got the sponsors. We got the events. Brad Thompson is awesome. We went and saw him at... We did seen him over at... Um, I can't remember the name of the place. But he's amazing, and the guy puts on an incredible show. He's got great energy. Um, I find myself talking about this a lot, but the thing that I like about musicians, of course, their talented skills on the microphone and the guitar playing and all the other musical instruments that they got, sure. But their stage presence, the way they put on their performance makes them a real entertainer. You know, it's more than just uh, listening to a record. A record. It's more than just streaming shit on Pandora, right? You're there to see a show. And somebody like Brad Thompson really delivers. He delivers. It's Brad Thompson FW on Instagram, and I will have more Brad Thompson information in the show notes. What is coming up next week? Okay, uh, Bill Sibley, for sure. I'm going to drop that next week. And I think there's another one that I need to be dropping for you on Monday, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put out two episodes. If you want some updated information <laughs> about what's happening with the show, our TikTok, our Facebook, and our Instagram. Now, the TikTok is our dumpster fire, and I post some really off-brand shit on TikTok. Like, the other day, my coworker was sitting in a truck next to me, and he had a butter tub of country, what is that, country crock or whatever. He had one of them big old, like, one-quart tubs, and he was eating out of it. And from where I was looking at him, it looked like the dude was just going to chow town on a tub of butter. So I took a little video... <laughs> And that's on TikTok. <laughs> so nothing to do with the show, but there's some stuff like that. And TikTok is just kind of my my dumpster fire, my little dirty playground where anything goes. So we have some great, great, great episodes coming up. Um, I'm trying to get these out as quick as possible because I do not want to have any more by backlog ever. And we're, we'll start doing a thing where it is we record on Saturday, we release it on Monday. Um, I've got too many artists that want to be on the Fort Worth Roots podcast, and I'm doing people a disservice by having this backlog and making it so hard for people to get on the show. Um, it's just a lot of work, man, and I'm not complaining. I love it. I just I feel bad because there are people that want to be on the show, and I'm really. It seems like I'm dragging my feet. I have I I was booking people for uh, uh, late May earlier. And whenever I was booking them for late May, I was thinking, can I really make this work? 
It's just, it's a full schedule. And uh, if you've reached out to the Fort Worth Roots podcast and you did not hear back from me, I'm not ignoring you. I promise. I'm just trying to keep up with life and the podcast and your constant emails. So um, try me again, please. I promise you I'm not ignoring you. Most of you have my phone number anyway. Um, but we will get you on the show. And I just have to kind of refine the process here. It's an administrative thing, you know. It's a workflow issue. But I'm getting to it. I'm, getting, I'm working on it. If you'd like to sponsor the Fort Worth Roots podcast, that's where we're going with this, folks. I need to do this full time so that I can take care of all of our musicians and all of our artists and all of our comedians and our authors. Uh, yeah, reach out to me. Media at FortWorthRoots.com. And I have a packet that I put together. And I'm about to start dropping these things off at reputable businesses around Fort Worth. People kind of like Darren Houck and Scott from Pouring Glory, our friends at Woodpost Metalworks and Houck Walker Originals. If I can find more awesome businesses like this, and we all know they're here in Fort Worth, we just got to get them on board. So anyway, one day, one day, I will be a full-time podcaster working for you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, this was 20 minutes long. I'm trying to make those intros super short. Hope that's working out for you. But that means I get to really let it rip at the end here. Really blab my ass off. Did you take down the phone number? You were supposed to. Take down the phone number real quick. Let me give it to you one more time. Of course, I have to pull it up. So you got time to find what you're going to write it on. It's 817-988-1292. You can call anytime for any reason and just tell me how your day was. I don't care. And then I'm going to play it on the podcast, just like I did that one person with their silly bullshit. So anyway, if you're going to leave me some silly bullshit, just know I'm going to play it. Everybody's going to hear you being dumb. You could probably do better. Okay. (laughs) Now that I've berated the one person that actually did what I asked him to do. It's time to end the show. Y'all have a wonderful weekend, and I will see you Monday. See you.